Henry, what's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Howdy, friends, and welcome to the Rope Droppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your needs. My name is Glenn, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Landon and Colby. And for the first time ever, we have a video format for the podcast. We are so excited. It might not go as planned, so you know, you might not actually see it. But if it does, all things go according to plan. You will see this immediately. I'm so hyped. I'm so excited. This will be so cool. So how you guys doing this week? Doing good. I'm excited that we get to do another round of the podcast and especially just change it up a little bit and have our cameras on for once. It's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely loving it. Uh, it's really cool to, uh, and it's, it's just a, a step in the right direction of rope droppers. It's really cool and I'm excited about it. I'm so excited for this, and we're going to hop right into our first segment, which is Hopper Drop. For those of you who don't know, Hopper Drop is the part of the show where we decide, we talk about Disney news, and we decide whether or not we are hopping on board with this decision the company has made, or we are dropping them entirely. And let me tell you, there are some doozies this week. The first one is huge news. It came right after D23 from a New York Times article. We titled it, Disney is Making Big Promises. In the New York Times article, Bob Iger sent them an email. And they are going to be doubling their park investments around the world and their cruise line. And here's the quote from Bob Iger. We are developing plans to accelerate and expand investments in the Disney parks and experience and product section. To nearly double the previous 10 years, the consolidated capital expenditures for the next 10-year period will be approximately $60 billion, with a B, billion dollars. That's an amount of money. It's nuts, but what's crazy is that, man, Josh DeMauro really needs to get off the mic sometimes because he gave an interview to the New York Times, really just talking about potential blue sky projects, and he gave us an idea of what that looks like through his eyes. And man, I, this is the part, the first part, really excited for, second part, man, imagine bringing Wakanda to life. Super cool, would love that. In terms of bringing the latest Disney slash Marvel slash Pixar intellectual property of the parks we haven't come close to scratching the surface and we have learned that incorporating disney ip increases a return on investment significantly colby what do you think of this okay as i read this i'm reminded of last week also for the first off how many times did they break news with the new york times does that really ever happen i don't it's, I was, it's not but yeah i was pretty surprised yeah. by that but I'm excited. I I did say last week we talked about um, on extra magic hours. I work at SIT, okay? I at medical. One of, the, one of the things that they teach you in medical sales and in sales in general, always under promise but over deliver. Like that's like the big thing, under promise over deliver. And yeah, absolutely. Disney makes a lot of promises, but they haven't been. They've been making these big promises, but they really haven't necessarily been delivering on those promises as of late. And so I'm taking all of this with a grain of salt, but at the same time, like I am excited. 10 years is a long time. 10 years is a long time to do a lot of good in the parks, but you could also do a lot of damage to the parks. So I'm just wondering, but it's 2023 right now. In, 20, in 2030, what is the what are the parks going to look like? Now, I'm excited because I would absolutely love for things to change. I'm the guy who wants, I'm beating the drum. I'm always wanting things to change. I'm excited about a Wakanda land. I think that they could do some real eye-popping stuff with that. 
But yeah, I, I'd like to see more Marvel coming to the park. And I'd like to see more Pixar coming to the park. Bring it on. 10 years is a long time. And I do think that this is a direct response to Epic Universe because Epic Universe looks amazing. And yeah. of course, if you don't know what Epic Universe is, it's third park that they're opening in summer 2025. It looks unbelievable what they're the progress that they're making. And Disney's kind of over there twiddling their thumbs. I think they're feeling that knife on their back. I feel I think they're feeling a little pressure. I really do. And I don't think that's a bad thing. So I, I'm definitely hopping on board. I'm sure a lot of that stuff will be included in this 10-year plan is what I'm guessing. Hopefully they add some more stuff onto that. But overall, I'm going to hop on board. I do think that this is a good thing. Yeah, I agree. This is an absurd amount of money. Even like in a huge park like this, it's going to make a huge impact, especially with just some previous numbers, what they're investing. From my standpoint, I would like to see more electric rides. And the stat that always stuck with me was like Guardians cost, I think it was $500 million to build. So they have a lot of $500 million. I would love more just epic rides like that, but even just more things that just get the guests involved, just emotion yeah. to whether it's like a walkthrough attraction or just a dark ride, just whatever it is, cross board. I think they have the finances now just to be able to really widen what they want to do instead of just saying, okay, let's fix the water bottle price or something. Every ride should cost <laughs> $500 million from now on. Every single yes. ride that Disney makes should cost $500 million. All right, who's on board for that? I am, for sure. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Good luck. We would get a park like every seven years on that plan. That's crazy. But reading this article, it feels like something, because it was released in the New York Times, which most of their shareholders read or invested in, and reading that, it's it, it was meant to have a certain effect on Disney stock, which it did not have. Disney stock dropped 3.5% after this article, which is nuts. As a park started, I think it's a step in the right direction, by always. I think it's a step in the right direction, and man, I'm not a big fan of bringing more IP to the parks, but that being said, I would love, love, love for them to bring... I would love for them to continue to bring Marvel over to Disney World. And to give you a, like, a little bit of a view of how much that amount of money is, the Tokyo... Disneyland Tokyo, which is Disney's best resort, whenever it opened with two parks, it cost $2.3 billion. That's that. That's unbelievable. We should get a complete overhaul of Magic. Then Disney will have a lot of money left over. I'm, I'm super excited about this. I don't know why you wouldn't be. Not a huge fan of IP coming to the parks, but that's really just, just a personal. So that's the reality of Disney parks now, right? First reality of Disney parks is IP is just coming to the park no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love your figment mug, by the way. I think incredibly impractical. It's one of the worst shapes I've ever had in a mug, but I thought I'd say <laughs> the visual is really nice. Yeah, I love it. I got it for dairy food and wine. has a little chef's hat that goes on top, but makes it difficult. It's awesome. So we're going to move down to some much smaller fish. Which is Maribel, which was uh, something we talked about previously on the podcast. Maribel officially, the meet and greet that replaced Merida's, not to be confused with Maribel, has arrived in the Magic Kingdom and is officially meet and greeting in New Fantasy over by Cosmic Rays and on the pathway between Cosmic Rays and Cinderella's Castle. What do you boys think? I think there needs to be like probably just two spots on the property that needs to meet. I'm disappointed that Brave is gone from that area. I have a special place in my heart now for Brave. little quick story. When I worked at Contemporary, every Sunday night, they, they played the movie Brave outside on the big screen. So since then, I would just like 
like stop, sweep, and watch the movie for a couple minutes and then move on my way. I want Brave in the Parks more than it is. So them taking it out is disappointing for me. But yeah, as far as Mirabelle goes, I think it makes sense. This is the direction Disney is moving. Merida, of course, her, I think her movie came out in 2013. It's been 10 years. Trying to bring something new. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. Mirabelle is a really popular character now. Ancato is very just well, it's been well received. It was great in box office and people loved it. I think we're going to see a lot of Mirabelle in the park. So I think we better just get used to it. Yeah, I think it's a super duper cool addition. I, and they also added Bruno is now in the parade as well. So you can see Bruno during the Festival of Fantasy parade, which is super cool. Again, this isn't probably my first choice for Mirabelle, but I do think Merida and the whole Brave section was a little outdated. So I'm excited for them to bring something new here. But speaking of the Magic Kingdom, we have a very fun story for you guys this week with this one is a black bear was spotted in a tree near was spotted in a tree in the Magic Kingdom, captured in a wooden area on the northern sections of the rivers of America. To give you a little perspective, that is on the side towards Big Thunder Mountain, and that's where it was spotted. But they didn't just shut down Frontierland or Liberty Square. They shut down Adventureland, Frontierland, and Liberty Square for this. The black bear was removed safely to a safe location at the Osceola National Forest. But, dude, absolutely wild. I don't know who gave this country bear an ER, but... they. <laughs> you want to talk about... An insane story. Just insane. So many questions. How did the black bear get there? You know that the cast member that discovered that black bear just freaking out. Just imagine, though, you are just coming into work. It's a normal day. And there's a black bear where you're supposed to be checking. I honestly would be so stressed. Um, but... It's, it's pretty absurd just thinking about all the hoops that they had to jump through. I guess that they, I, I saw that it took like multiple hours to get the bear contained. Yeah. Thankfully that, I'm so thankful that it didn't, we didn't have a Jurassic Park type situation on our hands and it became oh, way worse. I know, wouldn't that be terrifying? A black bear on the loose riding rides with guests and stuff like that. There was a really good, there was some awesome memes. I posted one on my Instagram at Cold Periods Feds that you sent me, Glenn of him riding Tron just literally cracked me up. But yeah, just an insane story. I know that Disney is going to just wrap this story up and let nothing else come out of it. That's probably what they want to do. I want to know more. What is this black bear's favorite ride? Did it want to rope drop any type of ride? Did it want to go to Tron first? Did they, were they going to get a turkey leg at some point? I need to know what exactly was on the, that black bear's itinerary for the day. That's what I'm looking for. Hey, Bray Bear got on the loose. What a turn, Bear. I woke up and saw that headline, and I was like, I'm reading this wrong. So I had to, like, really just scratch my eyes and look, and I was like, that is just insane. But, yeah, like you were saying, just imagine being that cast member and just, like, stumbling upon it and being like, wait, is that a bear? And then, right. like, there's no way. And then, man, that's just, like, a crazy just experience I'm sure they'll have for their whole life. So we need T-shirts of it. Yeah, no. Should we make a Rope Droppers t-shirt of Rare Bear on the Loose? Hey, hey, I'll work on something. That's actually really funny. I was going to say Liverlips really didn't like his name changed out of there. Romeo McGrow? Yeah, sorry. Romeo didn't like his name change. My bad. I don't know. This is a fun story. 
it's super rare that something like this happens in Disney. There's a lot of reasons why they're like, there's a whole bunch of new developments going up around the parks. So people are saying that it's because of that, that you will see more and more wildlife around Disney. Like I know there's an otter who lives in the area around. An otter? Around. Yeah, there's an otter that lives in Magic Kingdom. She's been seen <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't remember her name. Yo, you look up Magic Kingdom Otter. It comes out, so. Yo, Disney's gotta get this under control. They Disney. Do. This is a call to action to Bob Iger. Stop letting bears go in the park, my guy. That's just Hey, okay. Sorry yeah. It's an exclusive extra magic hours event for them. Uh wildlife gets to take over. It's great it's a great story. I, I absolutely love it. I'm glad everyone was safe. That was the big thing I was really looking for. I was curious, like, oh, did, was it a bear attack? No, it was not interesting. Disney kept it pretty quiet, too. Like, even the parks on the day. Like, people, it was only confirmed because the Florida Wildlife what, like Preserve people right. who took her out put out a report about it. That's the only reason it got confirmed. Disney had cast members. Oh, re- bro. That's so funny. Disney would have all those cast members sign NDAs. After, if they could have kept it under control, there's no way they wouldn't have to get out. <laughs> Definitely one of my favorite news stories to come out of Disney this week. I don't know. It's, it's again, just absolutely crazy. Let's jump right into our next segment, which is One Star Wonders. For those of you who've never watched the show or listened before, I guess nobody. But for those of you who've never listened to the show before, One Star Wonders is a segment of the show where every week I pick out either a ride, show, or attraction. Pick a few one-star reviews, some funny, some serious. Read them off to Colby and Landon, and they get to guess what is what. So let's get started. Let me pull up my reviews. The long line without ventilation. The fast pass lane moves way more quickly than the standby lane, to the point that the standby lane doesn't even make progress. Absolutely ridiculous. Fast pass plus should be given out with park admission. Okay, that might be a little bit too much. So let's go. We're gonna go. No, we're gonna we're gonna say Soren. Not Soren. Not Soren. Close though. Landon, do you got a guess? Is it really close? I was gonna say it's not what. No, go ahead. It's not Soren. It's not in Epcot. Wrong. Okay, that makes my decision easier. I'm gonna go Big Thunder. Big Thunder is a great guess. Bye. And for anybody who has been in the Big Thunder line, you will know that they absolutely do not prioritize the regular line. We haven't been in that lane for a while, but every time I go on Big Thunder to stand by, it takes forever. Again, it's just one of those things. That was fun. I like that a lot. I had another one that was just about it being, it was a dead giveaway. It was like, man, this wide. Oh, that's for sure. So, yeah. It's, it's the wildest ride in, in the wilderness. Yeah, it is the wildest ride in the wilderness. Big Thunder is one of my favorite. A lot of these reviews are just complaining about, a lot of these reviews are just complaining about the fast pass line. Different. Bro, they need to stop crying, honestly. I agree. But especially now that you're paying for FastPass so with GD+, I would be like, I'm paying for this benefit. Nah, it's fair. Yeah. If someone called the Lightning Lane should really be called the Laughing Lane. I'm not paying an extra $10 for this ride. Let's go ahead and continue on down to our next segment. Colby's going to be introducing it, which is the Raps. All right, so here at the Rogue Droppers, we love a little friendly competition. And of course... That comes in play when we draft things around Disney World. Also, just things around Disney. Last week, we drafted best Disney TV shows. So, we all watched Disney Channel growing up. So, we're going to draft Disney Channel original movies 
Glenn has the first overall pick. I know where I would go with this, but I, I'm, I'm interested to see what you would do. Man, this is a tough one. So growing up, I didn't probably have Disney Channel till 10 or 11, so I missed a lot of these Like whenever they premiered. A lot of these that are older are because I watched them again. And a lot of them, I like their sequels more. So for my first round pick, I don't think it's underrated. I think it's appropriately rated. I think it's perfect for the number one overall pick. I am going Camp Rock 2, the final jam, for my first round pick this time. Okay. I absolutely love Camp Rock. Jonas Brothers, Demi Lovato, Immune. I remember Camp Rock 2, of course, very well. Is that the one with Hasta La Vista in it? Okay, yeah, I like that one. It's good. So, see, I'm, I have no memory of this. You don't remember Camp Rock 2, the final jam? So I remember watching it, but I couldn't tell you anything that happens in it. The actors. It was really good. There's, there's so many good ones, though. It was hard to pick a first-round pick, and I know that some of these might not make it to the next round, but I'm excited to see. I want to say Camp Rock 2, the final jam, was near the end of my Disney Channel run, but it wasn't over yet because like i think that was like 2009 or 2010 yeah but i i remember watching that movie and really enjoying it so for my second for my first overall pick honestly it's really hard to choose in bet between high school musical and high school musical 2 i mean i'm definitely choosing one of those because those movies were just so big especially when i was a kid okay high school musical came out in 2005 i was nine but i'm actually gonna pick high school musical 2 and that's because I have such vivid memories watching High School Musical 2. Okay, so my neighbors actually came over. Emerald and Ariel, shout out to them. They're great people. And then my sister, Cassidy. So all four of us, we had this High School Musical 2 party, and we watched it, and it was so much fun. I just remember it like it was yesterday. And then after High School Musical 2, we loved it. It was a great movie. And then we watched Phineas and Ferb. It was the first ever Phineas and Ferb ever. And so it was just like back to back. And I infamously told Cassidy, I said, that show's going to crash and burn. And I've never been more wrong in my life. And I actually became a fan of this. I, I said, I can't believe I said this, but I said Phineas and Ferb was going to crash and burn. I regret it. I'm, it was stupid. Yes. But also that was like 2007. I was like 13. Wait, what year was that? I was musical too. Yeah. 2007. No, wait. So I was 11. I was literally 11. 11-year-old me, you were wrong. Phineas and Ferb is a good show, but I'm going to take High School Musical 2. All right, there's something interesting about this draft to the audience. Is there's such an age gap here, and with these movies, like, yes, I could draft something like that I watched later on in my life that I think was maybe better than a couple of other things. But I know there's way more, more movies on my list than a High School Musical that, that I personally loved as a child more so i could sit here and take high school musical and please the audience but no i'm gonna take the other musical that i like from my age and i'm taking teen beach movie okay it's a hot take but i don't care no but i, I do that song it's like cruising oh bruising y'all are showing y'all's age right now no i didn't watch teen beach movie but I know some of those songs. So Teen Beach Movie was definitely after my time. Like, definitely. Like, it was, yeah. It was, I don't know when it was. It was probably like 2014, 2013. Yeah, Teen Beach Movie came out in 2013. That would make sense, because that was in the middle of my senior year, so I probably wouldn't watch that. I was 13. What would I, why would I have not? Yeah, why did you not watch? 
that's the last. I think the last one I watched. I'll mention. I'm not drafting this. I think Let It Shine was the last Disney Channel movie I remember watching. Oh, with the guy from Everybody Hates Chris. I can't remember his name. That one's on my list. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, I, that's the last one I remember watching. But but it's a really good pick. It has some good songs. It's not really my cup of tea though. My cup of tea, man. It is so hard. I'm. I really should take High School Musical here. I don't think I'm going to. Because everybody knows where that stands. It's a really good movie. Uh, Bro, you should just take it. You should go with your heart. You should go with your heart. heart. My heart wants to go for something a little bit more limited. I might let it fall into Colby's lap here, as they say. No, there's one movie that I really want. I I, I know. It's on my list. I'm pretty sure I know which one it is. It's my next pick. I'm taking Wizards of Waverly Place the movie. Oh, okay. That actually wasn't the one I wanted. I do like that movie, though. I do like that it's movie. Really good. I need. That. It's really good. I don't know. I like it a lot. I'm taking Wizards of Waverly Place here in the second round. I think it's a fantastic show. Uh, an even better movie. It wrapped. It would have wrapped up the series so perfectly if they had left it there. So Wizards of Waverly Place here in the second round. All right. So this one really fell in my lap, and actually, this is really special to me. I read the book of this after I watched the movie, but. This was probably the last movie that I was completely locked in on for Disney Channel. This came out in 2011. And kind of after this, I stopped watching it. I, I knew kind of what was going on, but I, I didn't need to watch it. But Lemonade Mouth. I, I love musicals. I, I love music. Yeah, but Lemonade Mouth, just a really awesome movie. Really fun watch. It felt like a more adult movie. It obviously wasn't because it was a Disney Channel movie, but... There were like some adult themes, and I just remember feeling like a little older watching that movie, so I, I remember just liking it. But also, the acting was great. It was just a really fun movie. Definitely love Lemonade Mouth. I wish they would have made a second one. I thought they could have, but they did Yeah, that one was on my list. I was killed. Let's see, Glenn took the Wizards one. I gotta go Phineas and Ferb the movie, bro. Yeah. Disney Channel. That's good. I love Phineas and Ferb. Escape to the Second Dimension. 2D. Yeah, that one. That one's good. Yes, yes. I love that movie. I have it on DVD, actually. <laughs> you like it that much. It's a really good movie. I also like, they had a, the Star Wars remix of Fiddy's. Oh, yeah. that I actually watched a little bit of that one. It's pretty good. But for my third round pick, man, it's really tough not to take ones that I really like. But I do think I'm going to take one. That I re- they're all on my list, so I really like them. In the third round here, I am going to take Jump In. Yeah, Jump In's Remember, great. It's so good. I think he shined in high school. So really good. I had the toothbrush that sang this song. It that's awesome. One, and then and then I know you can from uh, High School Musical too. So that's how I knew I was done brushing it off. Wait, are you talking about I don't dance? I don't dance. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay, so I have several. This is honestly really hard for me because I probably have six movies that I really loved, absolutely loved, and I only have two more picks left. I'm gonna go. This is really hard. This is this has been the hardest draft so far. Like I, I really do have six movies that I love, but I'm gonna go Minute Men next. So oh. Minute now Minute Men was that movie that like I had no expectations for, and I absolutely loved that movie. I remember watching it with my sister Cassidy. We both loved it. Definitely became one of our favorite movies. Also, that movie came out around my birthday. I remember if I remember correctly, like in, in January. I, that might be wrong, but I remember it came out around January, and it was just like a great time period for a movie after, after Christmas. But the movie was just really good, and 
Yeah, I think it still holds up today. I remember I watched like a clip of it on YouTube probably a year ago because I was like, oh, I forgot about that movie because it kind of came up all recommended. It was just so good. The concept was great. If you haven't seen Minutemen, honestly, it might be worth a watch. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, I got that on DVD. Nice, nice. Man, I'm having to like cross stuff off my list. It's like crazy now. All right, I just, just remember this was one that I probably saw a dozen times that I felt like Disney Channel played the soul out of this. 16 Wishes. Did y'all ever see that? It said the deep gun. It had Debbie Ryan. Let's see. Was it an older 2010. One? Oh, 2010, I, I, I could have watched it. Yeah, no, 2010. I, if it was 2010, I could have watched it. Because 2011 was like my cutoff. I, 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 I stopped watching around 2012. That's surprised. I remember yeah. she had that movie Radio Rebel. I never, I've never seen it. But I remember it came out around the time that yeah. I stopped watching. People like that one. Yeah. Just that's when I watch one more than others, I feel. Hey, man, for my fourth round pick, I am going to take Halloween Town. I just rewatched It's the spooky season. I just watched it. Sarah had never seen it. Going to throw her under the bus a little bit. A little bit uncultured. It's fine of her. But that being said, it's a classic, a cult classic. Even. Come on, Sarah. It's fine. She's she's great. It's a cult classic, though. Halloween Town is <laughs> my pick here. Man, I'm not a spooky guy. But like a, yeah, I love I didn't. I honestly didn't like those movies, but that's just because of who I am. I just don't like Halloween. There, I've literally never been a Halloween guy, like ever, like in my whole life. Just never really loved it. But this is really hard. I really have so many movies that I could pick that I absolutely loved, like ten out of ten movies. But I'm gonna end up going with. This is really hard. I'm gonna go with the Even Stevens movie. I this movie was. Because I loved Even Stevens. Probably my one of my favorite shows that ever came on Disney Channel. I'm surprised I didn't draft it. I, have- and I think, yeah, I probably should have drafted it, but I got it enamored with House of Mouse at the time. Yeah, I'm going to take Even Stevens' movie, so go ahead, Landon. Reference real quick before you go, Landon. Colby, that movie came out in 2003. In June of 2003, I was three years old. I was seven. I was seven. I just turned one. Yeah, it was a great premiere. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. All right. Oh, I actually I I like this movie. I I need confirmation that this one debuted on Disney Channel. Race to Witch Mountain, the one with the rock. I don't think so. That yeah. Disney Channel original, <laughs> bro. That was literally in theaters. <laughs> I saw that in theaters. Was it? No, but we didn't. You okay, Landon? Let's just think about this. You think the rock? Would be in a Disney Channel movie. We're talking about The yeah. Rock. Bruh. Yeah. I am dead. The Rock. This is hilarious. Oh, so. All right. Take a look at the Irish. No. No. Landon, that was the other movie I was deciding between Even Stevens. I'm not kidding. Like, that was the other one. Yes, I love that movie. Also, some honorable mentions I got to throw out there Eddie's Million Dollar Cook Off. Unbelievable movie. Yeah, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, an amazing movie. Smart House, a creepy movie. The house literally comes to life and, like, starts doing stuff. It's insane. Windy Woo, Homecoming Warrior. This was a freaking awesome movie. Hey, that was good. I had Windy Woo, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. One on here that I probably wouldn't have picked unless I, like, had to. It was more of my sister's favorite, Cheetah Girls. I've, it's a great movie. Yeah, no, Cheetah Girls is good, too, though. Yeah. Yeah, Cheetah Girls is good. Uh, Tangled Before Ever After. 
Um, it's like a little. Was it good? Easy. Good, yeah. Uh, I recommend it. Let's recap our actual list and not just for honorable mentions. I'll go first. In the first round, I took Camp Rock Two. Then I took Wizards of Place the movie. Then I took Jump In. And then I took Halloween Town in the fourth. My first round pick, I took High School Musical Two. Then Lemonade Mouth, Minutemen. Then the Even Stevens movie. And then I took Teen Beach Move or Sixteen Witches and then Luck of the Irish. Yeah, a great list overall. I really enjoyed them. Again, there are so many Disney Channel original movies that are good. If we didn't mention your favorite, go ahead and let us know on Instagram or yes, you know, in the please do of this podcast what your favorite movie was. I, I think this was great. Yeah, so let's move on for our next segment, which is Extra Magic Hours. For those of you who don't know what Extra Magic Hours is, it's a Patreon-exclusive segment, and if you're interested in Patreon, you can check out the link down in the description. Moving on to a our last section yeah segment of the podcast we have the disney trivia showdown so we all claim to be disney experts but let's see if we could stop each other it's probably one of my favorite segments just because it's fun to learn something new as well and like honestly i like it when i get stumped because i learned a new fact i'll go ahead and start us i have a one about hollywood studios okay so in hollywood studios on sunset boulevard there is a show Beauty and the Beast, live on stage. I think that's what it's called. What is the place called where it is held? What is the venue called? When did you know? If you give me like 10 minutes, I can tell you. I, hey, I know. Isn't it Stars or something? Yeah, it's Theater of the Stars, isn't it? Theater of the Stars. Ding, ding. There you go. That's, nice. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, Landon, what's your question? What was the first... Disney Channel original movie released. And when? That's bonus points. So I know that Brink was pretty early on. Do what? No, I'm not checking it. I promise. I'm really not. I know that Brink was pretty early on. I don't know what it is. I'm going to guess Brink. Is Brink correct? Because I remember Brink came out in 98, if I remember correctly. It is not correct. Is Brink early, though? It was 15 years after. Wait, what? It is. Sorry. The first one came out in 1983. No way. No way. There's no way. That, that's Tiger Town. That is Tiger Town? I don't even know what that is. I've never heard of that. You stumped me completely. I've never heard yeah. of that. I, I want to Google that. I know the first, but I believe you. That's crazy. I would have never known that. But in Disneyland's the world, before Big Thunder was there, what did Big Thunder Mountain replace? What was the name of the attraction? Wait, in Disney World? Or Disneyland. Like, I don't know. It was a roller coaster, I think. It was something, it was something like Sequoia. Maybe not. I don't remember this. Sequoia Mine Train. I don't know what it is. That's not. Uh, No, it's Mine Train through Nature's Wonderland. So, like, it went through, like, the Rainbow Like Caverns, which is what the Disneyland and Disney World parts of the ride are based on. Mine Train through Nature's Wonderland. Whenever I looked into the Rope Dropper stuff, I looked into all that. Super duper excited about that. The original park it was based on, it was based on a national park. It wasn't Sequoia. It was Bryce Canyon National Park. Oh, yeah, in Utah. That probably threw off. Yeah, that probably threw you okay. off. Okay. But being after a national park. But, no, it's it's a super-duper fun one. Really cool. I think at Disney World, why I changed to just Disneyland. Super fun time. I love getting stumped. I think Landon really got me this week with his question. That's crazy. Yeah, this has been the Rope Droppers Podcast. Maybe the first video version ever we're going to see. We're going to try it out. But... Let us guys know what you think. I'm excited to hear y'all. But 
uh, yeah, this has been it. If you want to support us on social media and keep us with us throughout the week, you can check us out at the Rope Droppers Podcast. On Instagram, you can check me out at Imagineer Glenn, Colby at Colby Trades Bins, and Landon at Disneylandon. And if you want to support us in a different way, you can support us down in the description below with on Patreon. It's a great way to support the show, and you get a few benefits. So check us out there. But, yeah, that's about it. So my name is Glenn. My name is Landon. And I'm Colby. And this has been...